episode of Family Gems. I'm Suba Agarwal. This is my lovely co-host. Hey, I'm Valerie Tassi. And uh, today we have with us an actor-slash-comedian who does a comedic few reviews series on social media called Resent Reviews that you should all check out. He's absolutely hilarious. Please help us welcome Brad Stoll. Woo-hoo! Yeah, thanks for having me. Woo. No, thank you for doing this. I think it's oh, thank you for having me. I think it's always funny to like tell people like that should be the thing you should say about me. But like, also, he's really particular about what you eat. Uh, so <laughs> beware. Uh, but yeah, no, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Um, what a job. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, I guess that's a way of wording it. Job, I, it feels like a job sometimes when I'm like, I don't feel like eating. I'm, when I first started doing it, I was doing like three a week. And I'm like, I'm going to gain 40 pounds if I Damn, keep it dude. up. And then I, I slowed it down where I was like, all right, I do two. That's it. And then I'll have it for like once a week. Because I was like, I can't do this like every week. And I like went. Were you I eating always, like crazy food though? Like what were you eating? Oh, I was eating. Like here's the thing. Like when I'm reviewing food, it's like obnoxious food. It's either like <laughs> hype food, fast food. Uh, you know, the quick service places that I was like, you got to go to this place. I haven't hit like, cause I mean, it's on my budget. I'm spending money. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I want to go to like, eventually when I start making some money from it to like, go to like big restaurants, like catch and like go to like the real high places like Carbone, like, and really just to pick those places apart. But for now, I'm oh, just kind of. you mean gotta, you're not eating at Goop Cafe, which I, I just did do Goop. I, I did do Wait, Goop. Wait, there's a real one. There's a Goop Cafe. So it's let's be let's 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 start off with. There's no Goop Cafe. There is a <laughs> ghost kitchen in a DoorDash ghost kitchen in North Hollywood, and it's Goop Kitchen. And uh, <laughs> I think Super, you know him, Rob Stern. He was like, "Oh, let's go." try the gluten-free pizza because he can eat gluten-free. And my whole thing is like, if I bring a friend to help me record, I was like, I'll treat you to whatever I get and I'll grab you lunch or whatever. And he's like, it's got to be gluten-free. So I was like, oh, let's try their pizza. And it was literally right. He goes, we should go because it was right around the time that Gwyneth was on trial with the whole skiing accident. Oh, shit. And uh, that didn't help or do anything for the video, but it was still like, we were trying to time it out. Like, we're like, oh, let's make jokes about the ski trial. Maybe we'll go viral. It didn't. But it was still like, I did try she it. She's not guilty, but you know what is guilty? guilty. The pleasure I got <laughs> yeah. from the The fucking yeah. price point for this stupid pizza. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's like kind of the battle is just like eating so much garbage. And like, okay. I get to know what, what's out there. But you I need think to that's know- bad? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Valerie. I, was, I just want to know how much the pizza was and is it good? Oh, yes. I think it was, I want to say between 25 and 30. And it was like. How big of a pizza? It was like a, it's a square pizza. But here's the thing. The crust was really good for gluten-free, especially. It just felt like the sauce and cheese was like, like I could have picked up ingredients, like a jar of sauce. It wasn't like, Um, you could tell it wasn't that fresh. Um, I want to say between 25 and 30. It was a pepperoni. Was it like about, a like a personal pizza or like a? I, no, I no, need, no, 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 no. It's okay. a, it's a, it's 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 about a size that if you're starving, you could probably crush it. But if you know <laughs> if you're not starving, probably between two and three people can eat it, depending oh, on how bad. hungry you are. All right. But it it did it did its job. I mean, like I didn't think it was Surprising. horrible. I think it was overpriced, just like all the food at Goop. I've had the rotisserie <laughs> chicken because my friends like, oh, it's healthy fast food. I'm like, it's still rotisserie chicken. It's full of salt, like. It's still going to feel like a bag of shit after eating it. 
Oh god, you sound like those people who are like, an apple is technically nature's candy. I'm exactly. like, shut the fuck up and let me eat my goddamn apple, okay? Eat the fucking apple. Put it, put it in a pie and call it a diet day, okay? I'm sorry you didn't see me 40 minutes ago mainliming Sour Patch Kids <laughs> in my shower alone. That you're criticizing me for an apple? I also, the fact that pizza is as expensive as it is now, like 25 to $30. In my head, pizza is it's forever should only be $10. Like it's delivery pizza, $10. And the fact that like Domino's now is getting expensive, like it's no, like it says, you remember it was like $5.99 for like, you get three items, two to three, two plus items and it's $5.99 per thing. And now it's gone up to like $7.99, but after like tax and service fees, it comes out to like 25, 30 bucks for like two pizzas Jesus and their pizza is shit. Yeah. I know that feels like when you get cheated on by somebody who's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're not no, you're supposed close. to be able to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not like, like the, the others. We used to call Little Caesars uh, sadness pizza. <laughs> like, I've, 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 I've also heard Little Squeezers because it makes you want to shit. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That's amazing. Oh, uh, but I've, you- I've tried. Are you a cook or like, do you, does your yeah. family cook? Yeah. So I, uh, I started off, uh, well, I've worked at so many restaurants. I've worked in re- the restaurant business for so long now, obviously trying to, you know, make this shit work. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I came up with this idea during the pandemic. Cause obviously we're all trying to like figure out how to get out of it at one point. And I came up with this idea for this show called chef asshole, where I would mix <laughs> stand, stand up type jokes sketch ideas and like characters plus doing a recipe and then revolving it around the theme of whatever the dish was. Oh, cool. I'd come up with like a, like a clever name for the title of it. Like I remember the first episode I did was called uh brofilo cauliflower where it's like, <laughs> you're in LA, you want to be cool with the boys and get wings, but you're too much of a bitch. So you get Buffalo cauliflower. So I made Buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> I've done like Cuban sandwiches. The coolest thing I ever made actually was a Jewish crunch wrap. And I basically took all the ingredients from like a Rosh Hashanah dinner and then put it in a crunch wrap style. So like I made like a homemade brisket. I made cream cheese queso, uh, pickled pico de gallo. Um, I like I'm missing an ingredient. <laughs> and, and then I did a latke as like the crunch in the middle. Ooh, it was amazing. I literally blew so myself good. away. It's really wow. good. And then I basically, I think one Hanukkah, I had like a bunch of friends over for like a potluck and I made it as a taco. So like everyone can at least try what it was like. Cause like making 30 crunch wraps is so stupid good. and not worth it. So yeah, I started <laughs> yeah. with that and then I basically gained 30 pounds during the pandemic doing something like that. <laughs> and then eventually the world started to open up a little bit. I got back into stand up in like May of like 20, two just because like i wasn't doing it during the pandemic at all and then i kind of came up with this idea because i was just trying to figure out something different because i was like listen like it's great to put up clips of you doing stand-up but if you're not doing the road and you're not open for somebody like and you're not getting booked on shows it's kind of like all right stand-up can't be your content so i was like all right how can i take two of these things and not cook because it just became really expensive because i'm like buying all the ingredients and like my ex at the time who I was with, like I would make it somewhat vegetarian so she could eat it too. And I didn't have to be stuck eating a whole dish or throw out food. So then I was like, all right, then I can, I mean, you start going to restaurants. I started going to restaurants that I got fired or quit from. And then eventually <laughs> you run out of those places. And then uh, I came up with the idea of just going after hype restaurants and calling them like resent reviews in the process. And that's kind of how it was hilarious. all hilarious. Okay, so tell us, so tell us about your family because I hear an accent. So, are you New York or are you are you Boston? You're definitely East Coast, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my whole family is from uh, a mix between Connecticut and New York. My mom's from Queens. I knew I heard both. My my, my mom's from Queens. My dad's from Greenwich. And uh, I was born in Norwalk. And then I I grew up in Boca Raton, which is basically Long Island. And then moved to New York after college, which I went to school in Connecticut. So I basically stayed within New York and Connecticut for most of my adult life. And then five years ago, I moved to L.A. Oh, so that's the, uh, can you, I mean, we'll probably have the, the oh, we'll probably have, we'll have the other audio, but I, we didn't get any of what you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Say it again. So after you went to Boca Raton, where'd you go? Oh, so, uh, I went to college in Connecticut <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. and then I moved to New York, then moved to LA five years ago. Oh, wow. So that's the. But yeah, mostly so, like the like, reason I have an accent is because I was just with my Long Island cousins and it's just like, once you're around that, it's like, forget about it. It's, it's a mess. And the, <laughs> there's no way of me not coming back and saying like water, chocolate, coffee, like all that. Like it just comes back so fast. I know. And going to like I the Northeast, <laughs> like every, every holiday, you just kind of can't drop it ever. So yep. also explains how Especially insane Especially when there's drinking is. involves. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I was born to hold a tall boy Bud Light and sit on the LIR and like get in a fight with a ticket salesman. I just feel like that's <laughs> in my, it's in my blood somewhere. You know what's so wild is me. There was another Indian kid on my floor in college and we would go back and forth pretending to be our relatives that disapproved of us. Like I'd always be an auntie that was like <laughs> admonishing him and he'd always be like either a grandma or an uncle who thought I was doing too much. And we kept doing the Indian accent back to each other and then when I would drink which was very rare in college like the accent would come out I feel like that's also such a heavy accent to just fall into you know know. it's so specific (laughs) like you have to like almost go out of your way to like I feel like to hit that it was just embarrassing because they're like why do you have an Indian accent and I was like I don't know (laughs) that's so funny don't don't drink around Suba. She'll just go full <laughs> India on you, and it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's man. hilarious. It's hard not to like. I slip into mine a lot when I'm drinking, and if I'm angry, it comes out. And like, there's certain words that you just hear it on where you're like, where, "Oh, where, 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 I, where, sorry, where are you from? Boston. Oh, you're from Boston. Boston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, kid. All right, like yeah, it's kid. <laughs> Hawk but the it car, is it, Harvard Yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just comes out like you can't help it. And then like, and that's always what happens when you say, when people say, where are you from? And you say Boston, they go, oh, Boston. And you're like, God damn it. Like <laughs> I was talking to somebody that was Australian yesterday and I was like, who do you think gets their accent done back at them worst? Do you think it's not me from Boston I, I, or you? I, I feel like British people, I, I, I think it was a comic who was talking about it. There's just something in the American brain. As soon as they hear London or UK, they just go, oh, hello. And it's like, it's so, it's hard not to fucking do it. It's like it's just something well, in your body because- goes, I want to talk just like you. Because it's almost and like. It's insulting. It's like, so what? <laughs> like it, that- There's no guilt of being mm-hmm. mean to the British. It's that, but I think it's also a little bit of jealousy because, like, the British accent, as much as we do make fun of it, I think there's a little bit of spite of, like, man, we kind of sound – we sound dumb. Like, I wish we sound <laughs> more posh and pristine and 
the British accent to some level because we've all met other people from other parts of the UK where it's like <laughs> you're the dumb part of UK for sure. Like I, oh, there was like we were <laughs> we were watching uh, we were watching was it Love Island? Love Island? No. Or, okay, so we were watching Ridiculousness, but there was like there was commercials for some of their um, reality TV. And it's so funny when you see a fuck boy that's British when they have their like <laughs> dirty British. It's so funny when you're watching it because you're like, that doesn't, it that does not compute. Like what, like listening to that accent, but with watching fuck boy behavior, that's like, it's <laughs> like if you watch like White Lotus, like the, the kid that's like the nephew or whatever, like hit that character is like the same thing where you're like, how do you sound British, but are also such a douchebag? <laughs> like, it's so funny. But it's I like, also feel like that's like when you see like, sorry. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, I was just saying nonsense about British accents. <laughs> I was going to say too, yeah. like, I feel like the same thing goes when I see like a hot girl with like a super, super off-putting British accent where it's just like, are those even words you're saying? Because I, I don't even get half the slang you're saying. Like yeah. girls who like, oh, who don't it, look like Amy Winehouse, <laughs> but sound like her. And then you're like, wait, what the, f- like, how does that, where did that come from? Yeah, reality shows are fascinating when they're in British. (laughs) It is Uh, funny to watch reality TV in other languages because you're like, oh, humans are just trash in general. (laughs) It's just like, what what flavor of trash do you want? Can I say (laughs) some of the most funny clips I've ever seen from reality TV are actually India reality shows. Those are fucking insane. Really? And they're like, I don't know. There's one viral clip that my friend and me – like it's a, it's a terrible thing to laugh at, but I guess it's just how like the commotion of it. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. It's it's the clip is called "How Can She Slap," and it's like this. the The reality show is basically the girl is a dom and she could talk shit to the contestants. They're all men, and then Ooh, like she got so frustrated because he wouldn't crack, so she mm. gets in his face. And she's like, why don't you go and fuck off? And then he leans in. He goes, you go. And then she slaps him across the face. And then he slaps her back. And then the entire crew goes and beats the shit out of him in front of everybody. And the cameras are still rolling. And you just hear him wincing and crying, being like, please, sir, how could she slap me? Like, it just... Sorry, I didn't know I had a my dreams came true in the form of a reality show. That's amazing. I'm gonna send this to you because it's more or less. I need to see it. I need to see it. Here's the thing. I I do think on one point it's the accent that's funny, just hearing them like yell at each other. I'm just like, this is fucking wild. And then when she hits him because she gets so impatient, I was like, well. But that was the premise of the show. Like, was she so in character or is there more to this? And then he hits her back and you're like, whoa, because he really hits her hard. And we're like, what the fuck? And Mm. then everyone in the crew just just fucking wails on him as the cameras are rolling. I love that. And then there's like another reality show where it's like a big brother situation and just seeing people get mad. I don't know. It's just like I think also the intensity is just they're so passionate. I feel like. Like that side is so much more passionate than like reality show and American shows where it's like it's so put on like and you can tell it's fake. Whereas like there I was like, this feels fucking real as much as I know it's a reality show. (laughs) I haven't seen Indian reality TV. I see my mom watch Indian soap operas and like I love the soap operas she's watching. They zoom in on every single person's face. It'll be like 12 people in a family all understanding that this girl has been cheating on her husband. And then it'll be auntie number one like, oh, and then auntie number two is like, no. 
and then Archie number three is like, how dare you? Everybody's face gets a close up. I'm like, this is wild. And it's also my favorite thing. This is hysterical. Well, that's like the Bollywood close up. Like they do that. And also in like the big Bollywood movies where it's like this like intense zoom in for no reason. And just people just going. It's like really um, in all for faces. For no reason, because you mean it's like the best thing ever. And oh, I it's, love it it's so great. much. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so wild. I can't get enough of it. It's so wild. So funny. Oh, my God. Oh. All but, right. Brad, tell us about some fun family stories. Oh, man. Uh, so I got, a, I, got, I got a handful. I think I'll start with my grandfather. My grandfather is like definitely was like the patriarch of my mother's side of the family. Like a big reason why I actually came out to LA to pursue all this and like keep up with everything. Um, but a lot of his past, I didn't really wasn't sure of. And like, cur- like what was happening during my grandparents' marriage? Like I was very unaware to it, uh, how dysfunctional and like bad it was and how much you like write that off as like a good thing. Like, Oh, they yell at each other. It's cute. Cause they're old. And it's like, no, they um, fucking hate each other. They should have gotten divorced, oh. but that wasn't like a thing. Right. My mom told us this story and I remember like as a kid vaguely that my grandpa just went missing one day and it was because apparently my grandma and grandpa got in a fight and my grandma would say it over the years apparently and I never saw her say it. She goes, well, you don't, if you don't like it, why don't you just fucking leave? Why don't you just go? And then one day my grandpa's like, all right. And literally just (laughs) didn't tell her head to the airport, went to New Jersey to go hang out with his brother and didn't tell anybody, (laughs) didn't pick up his phone nothing and this is back in the day where it's like yeah people had cell phones but like service pockets nobody's like there's no wi-fi like none of that shit wow and he just left because he wanted to that was what my grandpa was like he's just like fuck it all right and then just freeing like this is the same guy who like uh left romania right around like the holocaust and like basically escaped like when he was in his teens with his brother, they like just hopped oh, over shit. a fence because they saw what was happening when they were loading people up on trains to go to the camps. <gasps> so they just fled and like he wrote a book about it. And I was like excited. I was like, oh, grandpa's writing a book. And my mom would just be so annoyed about it and would never tell me why. And then eventually when my grandfather passed away, the book got finished and everything. We found a publisher. It didn't really go anywhere. And, th- and you'll see why. <laughs> The name of the book was Sex, Lies, and the War. But it was basically just no, about my grandpa. No. It was just basically about my grandpa fucking other people. He just wrote That's a book hilarious. about fucking. And he was married before. Like, it was wild. And I never read the book. I have it. I haven't read it. Oh I haven't God. been like gotten the goal to read it. But like, yeah, my you don't gra- want to read about your granddad getting some strange. <laughs> I mean, my, listen, my that grandpa not- was ve- my grandpa was always very flirtatious. Like I knew that from like an early age that my grandpa would just hit on any girl, any like good looking woman that like walked by. And if we were like at a restaurant, it was just me and him. He would just be very like charming and he'd make them laugh. It's like it's that Romanian charm. There's something about like Eastern European men that just get away with being. That's creepy and grimy and like my so grandpa was just like that's i still can't get over that left turn to like start at the holocaust and end in <laughs> pussy like that's what you can't do that in one book oh <laughs> apparently you can where was the where was the train going pound town <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, that would have been such no, a better. That might be the, that that might be the that darkest would, joke that, I've that, ever seen. That sounds like such a better place than Auschwitz. I'll tell you, I would would not oh mind a train god. to that. Um, oh. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Wow. 
<laughs> I can't. That's great. That's funny. Um, you may have that. <laughs> that's really um, funny. Yeah. So I, when he passed away, like my grandma was so bitter. Like I didn't realize how much of like their marriage was like, there was probably so many lies and just so many like, and then when the book was written, my grandma was pissed because obviously why would she want there to be a book about other women? And this is also, we're talking like not modern day where it's like sex is just so welcomed and it's being more yeah. like, you know, oh, it's okay to be fluid and all this. And then like you have a man who'd been married to my grandmother for, you know, God, how many years at this point? I mean, uh, and then just have this book of just about like I was married before. I didn't know my grandpa was married before. He married this woman in Israel, like Palestine, whatever you want to say. I don't. You know, I don't give a shit either way, but that's how I was writing the book. Um, and then, and then just like all these other people and like, just fl- eventually, cause my grandpa, like his original, like the story I was told was that your grandfather fled. He wanted to come to Los Angeles to pursue acting and he asked his family for money and they all said no. So then he moved to New York cause it was more, ch- it was cheaper, became a jeweler, met my grandmother and then the rest was history. That was a story wow. I was told. And then there's sex lies in the war that tells me probably <laughs> everything I probably want to know. That's in, so funny. In a, yeah. In, also, and my just- mom had, to, my mom had to edit the book. Think about oh, that. What? My dad, my grandfather would be like, need proofreading because my grandfather's English. I mean, uh, even though my grandfather's English was like fine, like he, he got better as the years came on, but he's still like writing wasn't his strong suit, especially in English for that matter. Wow. I thought it was bad when I had to proofread my parents' legal documents. Oh I couldn't God. imagine if my dad was sitting there like, and then her legs were long like this guy. Put it down. So that, does that make sense? I'd kill myself. Oh. <laughs> Literally run oh. into the ocean screaming. Honestly, oh, you need woman. to... You need to do some excerpts on stage. You absolutely need to like yeah. read that book and be like, I just, my gr- my grandfather never got to do a reading of his book. And so I'm here to do it for him. <laughs> I feel like that's, oh that's going to be like a really upset. And I should just go in cold and just be with the audience on it. Being like, I haven't read this. Let's just do this together and just oh make, my it, God. make it. Therapy. Yeah. Call out a page number and we'll just read like, it. And it. Yeah. And we'll yell out a page. It's thick, by the way, it's a thick book. And I'm like, how much so of the wars? And, and I know that there are excerpts about like the details of him getting on a boat and like having to like get out and all this shit. And there are articles about it, but not about the other shit. That's all in there. That's what if so you, funny. What if he hooked up with Anne Frank? I'm so sorry. I would that hope would not. even chronologically Jesus make sense. Christ. Also, she was like 14. Yeah, she, was like, she was like 14. My grandpa was, my it grandpa was, a was older. Joke. Latif, take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand by that. I can't stand that. I can't stand by that joke. I got, yeah. listen, I got cocky with Clip Countdown. It. All Clip, right? it. I, Clip, I, it. I, Clip it. Clip it and let I, her die on the hill. Don't you dare. I flew too close to the sun. Oh, clip it. Um, Oh, wow. So, okay. So what was, so that's your grandfather. What was your grandmother like? My grandmother's a tough cookie. She's still alive. Um, My grandmother is, I can Has she read the book? (laughs) Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I think that everyone was pissed about the book. That's my understanding is that nobody read the book or if they did, they were very upset (laughs) when they saw it. And- it's on Amazon if you want it. Um, it is there. Uh, I'll send you the link. <laughs> um, quickly look at. 
I think it's called Sex Lies in the War, and my grandfather's name is Edmund uh, Rossiano. I think it should be Rossiano because he changed his name to Rothstein when he came to the states because he's like, oh no, Rossiano, that's too Jewish. Let's go with Rothstein. That's funny. Which is way <laughs> more Jewish. Um, and you know, um, yeah, my grandma's very like. Um, best way I could describe it is just very like the both my grandparents were very dense and very just like stubborn but like my grandmother was way more outspoken and I is feel she like also Romanian no my grandmother I think my grandmother's from I think she's from Brooklyn originally oh, if I'm not shit. mistaken okay. I could get I could be getting that wrong it's either Bronx or Brooklyn it's one or the other mm-hmm. but they raised my mom and my my aunt in Forest Hills oh cool yeah 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 so I wish I wish we could time travel like back to New York in those days. Like I, I wish we could have like seen, but wild. no, no, wild. No. It's it's not. It, you know, it's it's, it's so much gl- dangerous. It, yeah, it's so. It, you know, it's funny. I feel like New York back in the day is like glamorized <laughs> to be like this. Like oh, yeah. wow, the city coming from like nothing. It's like let's forget about all the parts that people are just getting murdered in the street and like yeah, like assault. Like, it's just like everything is just. Bad. I lived because like they don't get rid of the sex workers. They push push them further into the boroughs. And when I was really broke in New York, I was living in uh, Jackson Heights, borderline Elmhurst, where there were like a shit ton of sex workers on every corner. And I'm like, this shit is terrifying and seedy as hell. Oh my like, god! Like the yeah. creepy dudes that would like come out and stuff. I was like, oh god, damn it! Like, and, and now they could just be on OnlyFans. It's, it's <laughs> I know it's, it's quite so a transition. Much Stay so, in your basement. <laughs> stay in your basement. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I don't know if I'd ever go back to that time. I mean, like, I'd be interested to see, like, what it was kind of like, but. Yeah, I don't want to live in it. I, I just want to like, see it. Yeah. <laughs> New York back in, like, what was it? Like, it's probably like the 60s, I guess. My, my mom's 61, I think. So, yeah, like, whatever, 60 minus that time. Oh, it'd be so rad to be in New York in the sixties and seventies. Like I'm sure, yeah. Like that. I mean, like I think again. I think there's that glamorized part of it. Well, like like, yeah, like the well, like the art being made and like the music of that. Like oh, like if you've ever read um, Patti Smith's Just Kids, like it's just that time period is like and like the eighties too is just so cool. Like. I feel like the eighties in New York, eighties and nineties would be a cool time to go to New York. Like I feel like that was like a very like big boom for them. Well, yeah, everything yeah. seems better on cocaine. That's you know true. I mean? That's very true. You're in true. a tenement now, but you're going to get out of there. I'll tell you what. Take a little bit of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You head on down to that office. You demand that promotion. You do. Slug, slug a Coca-Cola. <laughs> I, tell, I told her, slug a Coca-Cola, then go to work. You'll be live and wake. It is crazy when you look at the ingredients of original Coke because it's not even just well, cocaine. It was froze, like morphine froze. and like and cannabis and like a bunch of other shit. You're just oh, my like, God. How did anybody get anything done? Like, Send me the recipe. <laughs> I know. I like I, I think I remember the first time I ever got like stoned and waited tables. And I'm like, how does anyone fucking do this? Like this is I'm <laughs> freaking out. I'm literally having yeah. a panic attack because I just took an order and I think I might have forgotten what they ordered. And, and that like, was the type of restaurant where the patrons would scream. Like Harvey Weinstein was like a big clientele of ugh. the restaurant. My first restaurant I ever worked at in Westport, Connecticut. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot the potatoes. You forgot consent. So yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. He just has mashed potatoes burger. coming down his lip. Being like, oh, you know who yeah. I am. You know who I am. God. I'm a very ugh. important guy. Now come watch me shower. I can't oh, wait God. until that man dies. I'll say it. Yeah. I don't care. 
Like there's crazy. there's very few people on this planet that I would say that about, and he is one of them. Like Spe- speaking <laughs> yeah. of dying, I got another story about my grandmother's grandma. I just found this out. I swear to God. Yes, so my my cousin ha- is like has a lot of time on his hands, and he pulled up our ancestry.com. Like he actually paid for it and like wow. got our family tree going. And apparently, my grandmother, like who was married to my grandfather, her grandmother uh, fell out of the window doing laundry. And apparently, the guy that she was married to, it was his third of five marriages. <gasps> and it was in a very Jewish town where he was respected. And the way mm. it's written, we're pretty sure our grand, like my great, great, I guess it would be like triple great grandmother was murdered by her husband. Oh, had to have been. Had to Fell be. out of the window doing laundry. Doing, doing laundry, really? The person who, who does she? it every day is just going to fall out? I know. Is she Paddington wow. Bear? Like, does she get carried <laughs> away by a bed sheet? Like, no, that's murder. So her raincoat got caught on a pin and she fell out the window. <laughs> wow, yeah. way to ruin Paddington for me. Real <laughs> oh, nice. oh I'm sorry. Real nice. I'm pretty sure you just compared Auschwitz to Poundtown five minutes ago. So <laughs> I'll ruin Paddington all I want. Also, nothing can ruin Paddington nothing and that marmalade-soaked, yeah. delightful bear. <laughs> He's the, I, I had a Paddington bear growing up. Like I had like a little stuffed animal Paddington. And... Aww. That was that's definitely a costume I want to do for Halloween one year is just go shirtless, blue trench coat with the boots and the hat. That's cool. I never had Paddington, but did you guys remember I was obsessed with corduroy when I was a kid? Yes. You remember corduroy? Yes. I had a, yeah. I had the corduroy book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Great that book. one was so cute. I love that little animated like Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, from like the it was like what the eighties that it was from or something, or maybe even seventies. So. It might have been late seventies. And I, th- I forget if it was on Sesame Street or where it was, or if it was just a short. I, I think it was like a standalone short because I think I had yeah. it on VHS. Yeah, I, like, I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. It was so cute. I know. <laughs> Corduroy. Corduroy. Um, Brad, we're coming up on a half hour. Is there another story we can squeeze in before we have to wrap this up? Oh, wow. I have so many stories here. I'm before, to think. before we get to take a train to Pound. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think, do you want something more that has to do with me or more or less about my family? Cause I have both. Whatever is fun. So whichever one you think is the most fun, <sighs> man, I have, I have a, I have a quick one. Then I can tell a long one, a quick ones for Valerie. So when my sister was looking at schools in, uh, mass in, uh, Massachusetts, we toured BU and I got food poisoning from a Brugger's bagels. And I, they left me behind in the admissions, and I was vomiting and shitting my pants by myself in a bathroom. Oh, she, oh my god! Did she get in? I'm sorry. Did she get did in? She, get in? <laughs> she did not get into BU. <laughs> That's the oh like, oh. That's what happens. You a ab- bit. You no man left behind. <laughs> they left me behind, and and it didn't stop there. I thought it was done after BU because I eventually like passed out. Like in a like they like <laughs> oh, left no. me like. Like let me nap in like admissions. I felt so bad for me because obviously I was like, I, I think at the time, because I'm two and a half years apart from my sister. So I was like 16, you know, they just felt shitty about it. And then my parents come pick me up and then we go to dinner with my mom's college roommate and I vomited in the restaurant. Oh, like as soon as we walked God. in, it was just uncontrollable. It was you like a 24 hour bug. Dinner after severe food poisoning. I'm we were sorry. only in, we were what? only in Boston for a little bit, and uh, as Jews, we got a schedule. We got to keep on track here. <laughs> I um, can't. 
Uh, oh, so I guess oh. I got another another one. Um, yes. Let me see. I'm looking over here. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a good one. This is, speaking of being left, I, this is another one. This is just shows <laughs> like I had weird fears growing up as a kid. Uh, I feared car washes. I thought they were terrifying. <laughs> thought they what? were scary. I would hysterically cry and kick the back oh. of the seat that my mom would want to get a car wash. And I was like, don't let me stay in here. I thought like the car wash was going to eat us. That's the problem you have with like rescue dogs. I've never heard of that with like a child. <laughs> it's not pit bulls. It's definitely th- like little like loofahs that just go. <laughs> that scares the living shit out of me. Not oh dogs. Love dogs. Uh, and then this is another particular one. So I grew up in South Florida. So we go to Orlando a lot for vacation. So we went with our family mm-hmm. friends to Universal Studios. It was probably like the first few years it was open. So there wasn't like so many rides and um but there was the et ride it's like one of the first rides I yeah i was terrified because of the music <laughs> right. and it was dark just walking into the ticketing line not even like the ride itself i didn't even make it past the part where they ask you for your name because et is supposed to say your name yeah didn't make it i was hysterically <laughs> crying and they all left me they just left me and w- and then came back for me. I don't think anyone <gasps> waited back with me. I don't remember. Why do people keep leaving you places? <laughs> why, am, Valerie? Why funny. am I a comedian? Why, like, why? <laughs> you're, right. you're right. This is your villain origin story. This I get is my, it. This is my villain origin story, and why I could talk openly about this. You're like ET phones home. I would also like to phone home. Can we I mean, please? Uh, please? Uh, maybe, is anyone maybe, there? Maybe it's just being scared of my own dick. It's like a shriveled up alien being like, "Is that what I am? Just a shriveled old alien?" I don't know. ET does look like balls, and I feel like that's overlooked in most cinematic critiques. And the so. voice doesn't help. <laughs> the voice does not help. But what balls? <laughs> if my balls sounded like anything, it sounds just like that. <laughs> if they could talk, they'd sound like ET. Um, you know, you know, it's funny. We, uh, one of the things that I do sometimes to wind down is I watch old vintage like '90s commercials, and there was oh a commercial. Yes. I can't. I love it. There's a '90s commercial for Halloween Horror Nights for Universal from the '90s. Guess how much the ticket was? Oh my god, probably like forty dollars. Sixteen dollars. No, for oh, Halloween Horror Nights. Sixteen. Oh that makes my and head hurt. That makes my head I know. Hurt. And it was only five nights. Oh, because wow. it was was it ju- it was probably the first year of it. I think it was within the first like couple years. But sixteen dollars wow. and now it's like two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so and you wait in lines. You don't even get you get you'll be lucky I if know. you get on two yeah. fucking uh, haunted houses. I still haven't been. Yeah. The years I lived there, I went to Universal and Disney so many times. I never went for Halloween Horror Nights, and I haven't been here. I want to go. You have to. It's, it's really my fun. Favorite thing. I love when they jump yeah. out and like okay. scare the shit out of me. I love. I'm going to invite you, Supa, the next time we go because yeah. I like Horror Nights, but you know what I think is actually better mm. is not Scary Farm. I think it's I so much better. Scarier. I heard that's it's better. It's so much yeah. better. It's so really? much better. I think. Really? And people, yeah. and they've had shootings at Knott's Berry, so you can tell it's probably really authentically what? scary. I want what? real fear. <laughs> I want real fear. You just hear an alarm go off. What? No, it's it's I, fucking awesome. There's you know, more you know mazes. Be a, you know, it'd be a really good Halloween Horror Nights. Go? I've never oh, good maze. Like just a classroom. Mm. Just a classroom. Okay. I never want you to bring up my Anne Frank joke ever again because this is way worse. Way worse. I love how you were like, I was a kid who was afraid of car washes. Let's torment the children of tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, motherfucker can't even handle a big loofah. And here he is throwing around gunshot stories. How dare you? 
Oh my god! Seriously, Brad, thank you so much for doing this. Oh my god, thank you guys so much. I'm canceling you right now. You've been canceled. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be canceled online (laughs) on a Zoom, nonetheless. I've been fired on Zoom. This is better. (laughs) Maybe that's why your mic went out earlier. It was like, you know what? No more of this. Yeah, let's cut this off. (laughs) Um, Uh, Brad, where can people find you on the internet? Oh yeah, Instagram at Dammit. It's D A M N I T, Brad uh, on Instagram, and then Dammit underscore Brad on TikTok, and then I think Brad Stoll on YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and then oh, I yeah. have a. If anybody wants to check it out, I do have a really fun horror comedy short film on my YouTube and my Instagram called Act Now. Uh, oh, just cool. little log line here. It's uh, basically if uh, Billy Mays was a serial killer. <laughs> Love oh, it. Fun. Yeah. That's a fun little um, one. Yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, you can find me at Valerie underscore Tossie and all of the things. I'm going to put a plug out before I forget. The game we wrote is going into Target. It's going to be oh, there July yeah. 30th. So, yeah, it's going to be there July 30th. It's called Girl Code, the game. Uh, it, we're super stoked. Can't fucking wait. And, uh, I'm going to be talking about it till I'm blue in the face. Cause we need you guys to buy it. So, cause we want it to, I'm not, I don't get kickbacks on any of this. I just want it to do well. Cause I'm proud of it. So, uh, hey. make, yeah, make do, do more for me than my family does buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, and of course you could always find me at s comedy.com or just search for Suba S U B H A H. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Hey.